0: I love it. Thank you, Anami. Hi, Marisa. Good morning, Joya, Brittany. Christine. Denise, Polly. CJ, Erin. Good morning, all. Thank you so much for coming today. Please take the time to get into the session by. Feel free to close your eyes if you feel comfortable doing that and let's take a few deep breaths. Let's just set the intention for today's session together. Let's just be clear about why we are here. Why did you decide, from all the things that you could do right now, why did you decide to be here? And feel free to share in the chat. is going to change my life that's a great attitude to come with Polly amazing I love it you're focusing on the possibility not on the limitations that's great need tools to stay focused you are always informative and inspiring thank you Violet did you guys come to my session on Tuesday morning Susan I choose those sessions over getting more sleep because what you share is invaluable towards life improvement thank you i always seem to start the day with a long to-do list then too often i get to the end of the day and think what did i do all day amazing <laughs> continue the inspiration i find here your high vibe and organized plan today yes here tuesday so how was the exercise for those of you who came on tuesday how was the exercise of creating your ideal week did you do it do you have a starting point doesn't have to be perfect okay fudge perfection guys (laughs) just a starting point did you create your ideal week just with the basics if you i can definitely learn about this topic and i love the way you teach thank you marisa So for those of you who came on Tuesday, you know what we talk about. And for those of you who didn't come, join my circle, your thriving lifestyle, and then you will find a recording there and you will learn what we did. Okay. I created mine with the basics. Amazing, Carol. That's amazing. Unfortunately, have not had the time uh, yet with two 14 hour days. Okay, Anami. I don't know what those 14 hour days were about, but uh, I'm sure if you start looking, questioning, uh, perfecting, uh, becoming more efficient, uh, I'm pretty sure you can carve a little bit of time from those 14 hour days. Uh, Yes, I have a starting point, it feels great. Thank you, Denise. So if you could, amazing, if you couldn't, make sure that you make some time as soon as you can to, to do the exercise. Because guys, this is your life. And if you keep letting life, letting, I would say excuses. I know they don't feel like excuses to you right now. And it's okay if you didn't do it. It's been only two days. But if you cannot do this exercise in the next week, that should be a red light that starts showing up in your mind thinking, why can't I find five to 10 minutes for myself to Think about what I want my life to look like, what I want my week to look like, okay? So just honest, be honest with yourself, guys. If you always find yourself finding excuses, if a whole week goes by and you were not able to find 10 minutes for yourself, 10 minutes for yourself, maybe what kind of life is that? Do you like it or do you want to change it? Okay, so hopefully you have your ideal week. Okay, and then just a quick recap for those of you who were not here. It all starts with setting the intention and then I that you to do the exercise called doing your creation. That is basically dividing your life in areas that make sense to you and setting the intention of what you want to see in those areas. So in my case, I have body, I have mind, I have social and relationships. I have giving back, I have work and I have staff. So on those areas, I will write things that I want to do that are important to me, okay? And then once you do that, that's when you create your ideal week. And the ideal week is nothing like, it's just a, a page where you have a week Monday to Sunday, and then you are going to write in there what you are doing. Okay, you don't have to write every single thing that you are doing, but you can create windows of time, Okay, windows of time that make sense to you trying to find one of mine so that I can show you how it looks like. Um, But if you don't take the time to do this and you don't take the time to set the intention, uh, what's going to happen is that someone else is going to do it for you. So this is an example of of my week. Okay. It looks very messy because I did the exercise. I started by inventory my time. I did an inventory of my time. Okay. And then I created my week from that. That's a tool that you can guys use for those of you who are feeling overwhelmed. For those of you who the week goes by and you have no idea where the time went taking the time to do this exercise is gonna be very powerful because when you can write down everything that you are doing, you are going to become aware in the time that you are writing things, you're are, you gonna become aware of like, am I being intentional with this? Do I really need to do this? Why am I taking my email again? Uh, stuff like that is gonna show up. And once you do the whole week, you're gonna look at it and then you're gonna realize things you can change, things you can tweak, and then you can set the intention for the following week. And this is how this exercise is gonna evolve. You're gonna start with the basics, whatever makes sense to you right now, even just sleeping, eating, doing groceries, uh, whatever you are doing. And then once you get comfortable with the basics, you start adding activities, you start adding hobbies you want to pursue, uh, exercise you wanna do. You, You understand what I'm saying? This can evolve this way. So today, it's all about once you have those days designed and you have a block of time for example you have a block of time for work that is maybe four hours long three hours long eight hours long however long it is for you how can you make that time intentional how can you make that time efficient how can you divide that time into windows of focused time and this is where the pomodoro technique comes in How many of you have heard of the Pomodoro technique? Just say yes or no, please, in the chat. I just want to know. Okay, no. Yes, yes, no, no, no. Okay, so it seems that we have more no's than yes. Okay, so let me just explain very simple what the Pomodoro technique is. This was invented by um, an Italian guy. So Pomodoro in Italian means tomato. (laughs) So it's just a funny thing that he did with tomatoes. How many tomatoes do you need? But basically, this is the idea behind the Pomodoro technique, okay? So the basic idea is that you take tw- you create a window of 25 minutes of focus time and then you have a five-minute break, okay? So for example, you start your day at 9 o'clock. Today is Friday. Sorry, Thursday. And you say, okay, today I have six hours of work in the morning. And then i'm starting at nine and i will finish whatever time that is okay so what am i doing in that time so you are going to decide what task do i need to tackle in my case i need to create an inside timer course i'm creating a new course so today my task is to record the intro okay i need to sit down and record the intro and then i have to edit the intro okay I, i i will show it again don't worry and then i have to submit it to inside timer So I will say that that's going to take me one, three Pomodoros. A Pomodoro is a 25 minute of time. So I will decide that. And then this is how the Pomodoro works. I will do 25 minutes of focus work. And then I will take a five minute break. And then this process repeats four times. So you do one Pomodoro of 25 minutes and then you take a five minute break. Then you do another 25 minute window of focus time and then you take another break, five minute break. You do 25 minutes of intentional work and then you have a five minute break. And then you do 25 minutes and then you take, after doing four Pomodoros, after doing four windows of 25 minutes each, you are going to take a longer break. Normally the system says between between 15 and 20 minutes okay so this is how it works like how do you track your time by using a timer what kind of timer any timer kitchen timer can work okay you can go further and then have the time timer it's called that this one basically you can set this to 25 minutes and then there is a red pie that will start disappearing and then when when it goes here it, it, it will make a noise, it will make a like cling, okay uh, the one that I prefer for myself I use this okay there is enough for that I knew someone will say that guys and yes it is but yes what are we trying to avoid here but wouldn't that add pressure to the situation reminding that Uh, time is running out that's a good question uh i will say that once you have the system i will invite you to test it and then once you test it you have to tweak it because every person is going to be unique what does that mean in my case 25 minutes is not enough Uh, once i get in the flow i can do an hour sometimes even 90 minutes of focus time that's me especially when i'm creating courses when i am it takes me a little bit of time to get into the flow, into that creativity of mine. But when I tap into it, I want to use it for as long as I can. Because sometimes it doesn't come easily to me, okay? Sometimes I cannot say, on Tuesday at 10 a.m. I'm gonna be creative. Sometimes that doesn't happen like that. So I will then, if the timer goes off, I will just restart the timer and keep doing what I'm doing. I will not stop, okay? And this is not something that, don't take this as you are running out of time. This is a technique that is going to help you become aware of how how much time you are spending doing the things and you are going to start including breaks. So tweak this, test it and then tweak it to suit your specific needs. For some people 25 minutes and 5 minutes break is good. Some other people will say 45 minutes and and 10 minutes break. Some people will say 1 hour of work and 30 minutes of break. Some people will say 3 hours of work. and no break. <laughs> so what is your process of focusing? How do you do it? Uh, so let me, ha, Hannah, before I'm going to you, let me go to the, there is an app for that. Guys, why do you think, why do you think I use this and I use this? Just answer me. Why do you think I choose to, to have this watch? This is not a an Apple watch, okay? This is a regular watch with a timer and a, time, a, a, and a countdown no distraction simpler for Pomodoro always with you it is always with you stay away from devices why do i have to stay away from devices time is always running out though isn't it it's always with you can carry with you everywhere no distractions on phone i carry my phone with me everywhere too no distractions on phone guys i am a very disciplined person and i still get distracted with my phone so exactly reduce the temptation reduce the distraction if you go to youtube how likely are you to get sidetracked if you go to to your phone and you have an app how likely are you to see the the notifications okay how likely are you to get distracted and again if you are a very disciplined person and that's not a problem for you use an app if you find yourself getting distracted then get get something different and Some people place their phones in a different room. Okay. These are some techniques for you to, to be intentional, especially for those of you who notice that you cannot leave your phone alone, that you have to check your phone every minute. That's an addiction. And we all have a little bit of that addiction because phones are very well designed. So when you are trying to do the Pomodoro and you are trying to focus on a task, you have to reduce the amount of distractions that you are going to get. And you have to set the environment in a way that distractions are not happening easily. So having your phone beside you, how easily are you going to get distracted? How easy it is for you to tap on the screen and see what's going on? What happens if you set your phone on the table six feet away from you? Now it's more inconvenient, right? Now you have to stand up and you have to go to the table and actually check the phone. Okay, what happens if you put it in another room? It takes even more effort okay so you are making distractions less favorable of course don't have notifications that make a noise and vibrate all the time because if you do that you're gonna be distracted because your brain is gonna hear that you're gonna feel it and then you want to go and, and check it so for those of you who work and the phone is a tool for work and you are required to check emails 24 7 or whatever that's a different scenario but you can still change the notification settings and only have the notifications that you really have to pay attention to and all the rest can wait it can wait 25 minutes honestly can it wait 25 minutes yes or no yes or no can it wait 25 minutes yes or no i'm just asking absolutely guys it's not an emergency going on social media is not an emergency Replying to an email is not an emergency. If someone has an emergency, what are they going to do? Yeah, it can be longer than that. Absolutely, a few hours. Yeah, exactly. They will call you, okay? And that's what I tell people. I don't have notifications for anything other than calling, and not many people call me. I use WhatsApp. I don't have notifications for WhatsApp. I will go bananas because it will be all the time PPP, PPP, PPP. So I just check the phone when I want to, okay? So if my wife needs to get a hold of me, if they can need to call me because I have to go and pick my, my daughter up for a, an emergency, they will call me. And I will tell my friends, if you want me to answer right now, call me. If you don't call me, it's not an emergency. And I will get to you in a few hours. Okay? More, most likely sooner than that. But that's what I tell them. Okay? So you set the tone and you decide how you do that. So what do you do? What do you do here, guys? What do you do in the breaks? So you, you decide the, the task that you're going to focus on. You decide the length of your Pomodoro and the length of your break. So what are you going to be doing in your break? Self-care. What else? Ideas. Stretch. Stretch. Work breath. Drink water and go to inside Timer. Try to teach my kids that do you on your phone or that's the phone on you <laughs> hydrate move away from tasks and do something pleasurable meditation walk outside around walk chill out move around <laughs> amazing so thank you guys so this is where the next thing comes in and someone someone asked me Emilio how do you manage your your creativity or your focus how do you work with that let me ask you how do you generate creativity and focus what comes to mind how can you generate creativity and focus in your life I'm curious to know what you guys say with self-care anything else When you are feeling play, meditation, rest, you just have to get inspired somehow, right? Time to daydream. That's the thing for me, I'm put on the spot to do something I kind of freeze. So uh, uh, Anami, you read what people were saying, humor and open space. Guys, this is how it works, okay? we are all energetic beings do you agree with that we are all energy sometimes we are sad energy sometimes we are happy energy sometimes we are creative energy sometimes we are overwhelmed by how much energy is in there okay so for you to manage that energy you have a circadian rhythm it's called every 24 hours our body has a rhythm that repeats itself okay so You make it up in the morning and then your energy levels, maybe after you wake up, wash your face, boom, you are on hundred percent of energy level. And then throughout the the, the morning, you start going down, 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 down. And then what do you do? You take a break, you do self-care, and then you raise your energy and your creativity again. And then it goes down, 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 down. And then you do the same thing. And maybe that happens three or four times during the day. Okay. So how do you increase your energy? How do you increase your self-care? How do you increase creativity? By mixing up how you use your energy okay so if you are doing a pomodoro of 25 minutes or 50 minutes or whatever you decide on your computer okay what do you think you need to do in the break so your task is sitting there on the computer it's mental analytical work what do you think you need to do in your break what will what will be the most beneficial for you to do in your break? Get the fuck away from the computer. Get out of a chair. Something creative. Get up. Move. Dance. Go outside. Yes. Yes and yes. Why? Something physical. Absolutely. Why? Because you are sitting down. You are tapping into your intellectual, into your sedentary, into your even relaxing kind of state, you are like this, right? So you need to mix up the energy. And that's when playfulness, that's when self-care, that's when moving, doing exercise, that's when juggling, that's when uh, reading a, a tarot card from your deck if you have one, that's when maybe playing a game with your partner or with your workmate if they are there. That's when like, Grabbing a mirror and and telling yourself how amazing you are. Uh, That's when like... Grabbing your skipping rope and just jumping 50 times or 20 times or whatever. Whatever. Uh, Do something physical. Guys, playing an instrument. Okay? Maybe you are learning how to play the guitar. If you have the guitar right there, playing the guitar is tapping into your creativity. Okay? Playing the didgeridoo okay so you can do so many things that are tapping into different energies okay dance put music and dance move your body just do this with me one second do this do this and then tell me how you feel how do you feel jump up and down my wife and i we do this when we're in a funk when we are kind of arguing before sitting down we hold hands and we start jumping and we start spinning around the room and you know what happens we smile we start laughing and then the energy dissolves all the charts that we had about the topic so five minutes five minutes guys it's enough to do all of that stuff because how many how many breaks are you gonna have okay so that's when the creativity playfulness guys this is what i do too i have my phone on a tripod okay i put my bluetooth headphones on and then i just get into my wall and then sometimes i i go to inside timer and and i listen to a beautiful course sometimes i do a quick meditation sometimes i go to netflix and i watch my favorite show i don't need to watch a full episode but sometimes if i'm having lunch If I'm taking a a quick break and I, if I have been doing something active and I need to relax, do something relaxing. So for those of you, if they uh, can end up down a rabbit hole, no, why? What's controlling you guys? Okay. What's controlling your time? Who is deciding how long are you doing things for? Who is deciding how long are you going to do focus task and how long are you going to break? Who is deciding that? Me, absolutely. <laughs> Pam, the Pomodoro technique is, it's a, it's a system to create a window of 25 times of focus work and then you take a five minute break. And then you repeat that four times and then you have a longer break. So we are doing this exercise because last week we learned how to design our ideal week. And so many of you uh, were having trouble. What do I do with my windows of time? So today is we are talking about how to include self-care, playfulness, and how to manage your energy, your creativity during the day by changing the activities and by managing your time properly. ADHD people have a hard time listening to it, so I definitely use it. ADHD people, ADD people, you may be here how easy it is for you guys to concentrate when you have clarity and you have less clutter. I don't know if any of you is diagnosed or feel like they have it, but if you have it, please comment. How easy is for you to do things when you have a defined structure and you don't have a lot of choices. Have to go, hope there will be. Yeah, there will be a recording right after the live. Marisa, clutter is distracting, much easier. Agreed. structure is the best. Guys, and and this is not an imposition. You are deciding your structure. If you have never done this technique, if if you have never done this, give it a try, okay? Set yourself up, set your space, get a timer, hopefully a timer that is not in a device, I recommend not using devices that are connected to the internet. Okay, use a timer, honestly, dollar store, like five bucks, less than that. You can get any timer that beeps and then you will say, okay, Emilio, I'm going to do 25 times, 25 minutes of focus time. You set your timer and then you set it up and then you work, okay? What happens when you are working in in an environment with more people? you will let them know what you are doing and say hey guys you see this this is my pomodoro hat and they will say what are you talking about this is my pomodoro hat so when i'm wearing this what do you know what that means, huh? that, means that i'm not available okay i am in my zone i am in my flow if you don't like this hat you can just wear this one doesn't matter or you can wear this one this is my favorite one okay this is my favorite one, okay? But then you wear something visual that people understand. And then you say, guys, when I'm wearing this hat, I don't want interruptions. If there is a fire, then interrupt me. If it can wait 25 minutes, then come back in 25 minutes, okay? Uh, so there are ways for you to create something visual that people understand. And you let the people know what you are doing. I let my wife know, I let my, my daughter, Two and a half years old. I let her know what I'm doing, so that she starts she starts learning. And then she says, "Oh, papi's working now. Papi's busy now. I cannot disturb papi now, right?" So it's very important to start sharing this with everybody around you. I've been doing that at work for years. Uh, ever so often, I take like three minute break from work, and after ninety minutes, I allow myself ten minutes. Yeah. And for those of you who work, and this is a concept that came out from a uh, a book, the four hour work week, the four hour work week. Okay. I'm pretty sure so many people have read that by Tim Ferriss. So in that book, he explains how a person working on a nine to five environment in an office space full of distractions, how that person transitioned from working in an office full of distractions to working from home. Okay. And that person didn't just do this and go home. That person started educating the environment around them on how he does it okay so the transition was like this he was working in his desk and then he was trying to get a project done and there was a deadline and the project wasn't getting done because he was getting every five minutes someone will come one person with a a request another person to comment about the football game from yesterday another person from so he couldn't control the environment so he decided to do okay i'm gonna change my environment so he will go to the cafeteria in 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 the building and then he will go for like his break 25 minutes and then the next day he will go for 30 minutes and then the next day he will stay for 45 minutes and then people will come to his desk and then they will say oh what is he oh i think he's in the, uh, at the cafeteria and then every day he will expand that right and then he will go to his boss and, the, and then he will say here the project is done and then the boss will say oh how did you manage to do it earlier because i was working on the cafeteria and when i were there i don't have distractions And if you let me work from home some time, I can prove to you that it's even better. So the boss say, okay, well, let's see about it because it's kind of like a big change, right? But now with COVID things are easier. It's easier to do that now. So there is always an option for you to change your environment. Even if you work somewhere, even if you have a boss, even if you look, if you have to go to an office, there is always a way for you to educate the people around you and change the dynamics. Okay. So what if we work in an environment where we are not allowed to take five minutes? And I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, maybe you have the opportunity. Everything can be negotiated, guys, everything. And if you, if it's not possible, maybe you should question, is that, is that the job you want? And I know this is a very hard question, but that was my question when I was working for someone else. And it's not that I didn't like working for someone else, but I understood like, i am trying to create intentional living for myself i teach intentional living for for others the only way for me to create intentional living for myself and have full control of my passion and my creativity is by having full control of my time and the only way for me to have full control of my time is to to just work for myself that was my conclusion and that's what i decided you don't have to go to that extreme of being self-employed okay but you can start negotiating something you can maybe Change to a different environment if you can. This is a process. It's not going to happen overnight. Uh, my work is made of making complicated movie schedules when I run the set. It is stressful. Is there a way to make your schedule less structured and more fun? Maybe slightly more broke. Stroke schedule will be better for me. Yeah, so uh, again, Susan, I need to understand a little bit more of, of, of your schedules, the deadlines. We are talking about, last week we were talking about things that so tasks that you have to do with a deadline so they are time-bounded and tasks that they are flexible so for example if i have to have a call with you and you book a call with me or if i'm doing this live call it needs to happen now at 10 a.m okay because we agreed on that and you're gonna show up you're gonna be waiting for me okay if i am creating my course for inside timer i don't have to be working on the course at a specific time I can be flexible enough to say, I can do this task when I'm feeling the most creative. I can do this task after lunch because I will have my tiny office, my studio available. I can do this task, I'm writing the the outline and I like doing the outline in the park. So I will take my laptop to the park and I will set the intention just working on the outline. So you see, I can be more flexible and I can make it more fun because I can, I bring my slackline, I bring my juggling balls, And then I apply the Pomodoro technique in the park. I apply the Pomodoro technique in the library. I apply the Pomodoro technique. I go to the library with my electric skateboard. So, just going to the library on the other side of town for me is already an adventure because I'm getting there with my skateboard. It's very playful, it's movement. So, I get there, I sit down for like two, three hours, no problem. I am creative it's great and then when i'm feeling that my energy and creativity is going down then i shut my computer and then i go to the park and maybe i have lunch maybe i juggle my balls a little bit and then i'm ready to do another three hour stretch that's how it works for me doesn't have to be three hours it depends on the task okay uh we can do two hours then 20 minutes rather than small bits yes of course you can you decide the pomodoro is the idea behind it okay the idea behind it the structure you get to decide you get to decide the the amount of time that you can work and this is everybody's different some people can focus for 20 minutes some people can do it for 40 minutes some people can do it for 90 minutes some people can do 90 minutes in one task and 20 minutes in another so you have to understand and and ask yourself like in my case if i say okay Emilio How long can you stay focused when you are creating a course? And I can tell you two hours, no problem. How long can you stay focused when you are creating content for social media? 30 minutes. That's enough. I don't want to do more than that because it just becomes, it becomes too much for me. Okay. That's, that's me, but you are going to be different. So you have to understand how you work. You need to understand the task at hand. And then you need to understand how you can make that that task. Can you break it down in in stretches? Can you be flexible where you do that task? Or do you have to be at a specific location? Are you doing it with someone else or are you doing it alone? So all those things, all those variables are going to dictate how you design your day. So for example, my day can look like yesterday. I got on my skateboard and I went to the library. I worked there for three or four hours and then I had lunch. And then I skateboard back and then we had a call here at home. So that was a day because I didn't have to be anywhere a specific time. I was just working on the course today. I have to record the, the outline. So the, the intro. So today I need to be at my studio because I need to be in a space that is quiet. So I cannot be flexible. I cannot do that task in the park. I have to be here. So I will try to batch once I create all the content for my course, I will go to the park, maybe to write all the, all the content, but I will do all the recording all at once, or maybe a chunk of two or three hours of just recording in my studio another day. So that's how I will batch work. If you are working in, in videography, I think you said you were working on, like, you know that you have, you have to shoot things and that needs to happen in a specific location, but all the back work of editing, sound all that stuff can be done I don't know where you do it I can do it on my laptop my laptop is powerful enough to do that some people need to be on a on a desktop at home and they need different monitors so if that's your case then you know that editing needs to happen at your office in my case editing can happen anywhere I don't need internet I just need the content in a hard drive and my computer so and battery enough battery So I can do that in the park. I can do that at the library. I don't have to be in a quiet environment and I don't have to do it with anyone else. So with the technique, does the time have to be proportionate? Like break has to be one quarter of focus time spent. Anami, you get to decide that. This is the beautiful thing, right? Um, In my case, I decided to become self-employed because I wanted to have full control of this. I don't know where you work. If you are working for someone else, then you have to follow a little bit of the guidelines that they have. But I can guarantee you that if your boss sees you doing something that is increasing your playfulness, it's increasing your productivity, and it's a win-win situation, he has to be too silly to don't let you do it. Okay? So let me explain that. If you can find a way to make your day in your work better, more playful, more fun, and you are being more efficient at the same time, why would your boss say no to it? Sometimes you have to prove it first. Sometimes you have to do something and show the benefits first. Okay, and then once they see the benefits, they will be more open minded to the idea. Okay. for most of my tasks, I have found 15 minutes focus, then 10 minutes break works well. Denise, I am very close to you when I'm not doing creating courses. I normally do that. I normally work like an hour or so, 45 minutes to an hour. And then I feel like I need to stretch. I need to like uh, do something, play my guitar or juggle my balls or go for a walk or make myself a coffee. Another cool idea that you can do is just this, right? So we have this, it's a magic idea jar. You can take pieces of paper, okay? And then you can write self-care activities that you enjoy doing. And then you can just say, I don't know, juggling my balls for one minute, uh, practicing my guitar song, um, making myself a coffee, uh, reading one of my favorite books, at uh, uh, one passage of, of a book that I, I like, uh, doing a card, I don't know, whatever you feel inspired to do, maybe doing five minutes of mirror work or two minutes or one minute, deep breathing. So you just shake the jar, open it, and then you just pick something and then you just do that. And that removes the decision making making fatigue. And then you can have two jars, right? One jar is the full and one jar is the one the things that you have done. So you just transfer from one to the other one. And then you have those yards in, in, in your desk. And then every time your timer goes, you just grab one thing, do it, put it in the in the other jar, and then the next time you won't repeat the same thing two times, right? So that's another way of including playfulness into your day. What is mirror work? Pam mirror work is doing affirmations uh self talking to yourself nicely and positively if you are interested i have a course on self-care here on inside timer a 10-day course and i dive deep into what mirror work is and you can actually do it with me so i will invite you to check my course i have two courses on inside timer one about minimalism and the other one about self-care okay and be courageous and have a conversation with supervisors Most of the time they want to work with what's most productive. There are times when they are micromanagers and power triggers. That's when it's time to consider who's more worth it, you or your own boss. Guys, sometimes, and this is something why I also decided to work for myself. Sometimes the work itself is not the challenging part. The challenging part is that all the dynamics, all the psychology, all the stuff that happens around your work environment, that's what drains you sometimes not the actual work and and that's why that's why i'm saying that maybe your work is to re-educate yourself and start changing the dynamics so that people can can start seeing the change and they can start following you because if they see you more playful more happier like how likely are they to to be curious about what are you doing how can you make this world better like i don't understand and then they will ask you and then you can say what you are doing Hey, I have a magic jar. You wanna make one together? Hey, I I, I read my tarot card every few minutes. Like, you wanna read one? Hey, you wanna learn how to juggle? I don't know, like, you know what I mean? You wanna play a a game of cribbage with me? Like, you can start being more playful and include other people in the journey too. And yes, it took me some years to finally arrive at the place where I have decided I was more important Yeah, We teach people how to treat us, including our supervisors at work. Absolutely, guys. If you respect yourself, You create healthy boundaries and you are always doing a win win situation. It's not something selfish. It's not something unreasonable. There is no boss that can tell you anything because you are going to be producing the work and then you're going to be showing them and proving them how it needs to be done, how it could be done differently. And they cannot do anything against that. You are not triggering, you are not getting triggered. You are not being unpolite. You are not getting emotional and having a tantrum you are just so grounded you are so aligned that they cannot do anything against that there's nothing they can do against that and if it becomes a situation where you are aligned and nothing changes no one is open-minded and the atmosphere that is so negative maybe it's time for you to consider a change okay because that's another thing if you change yourself and the environment around you just doesn't align with you anymore and you can feel that and there is nothing you can do to influence those people, if people don't want to change, you won't be able to change them. So maybe it's time for you to start being curious about what kind of work do I want to do? What kind of environment do I want to be in? And start exploring that with curiosity and start looking for options. And maybe something shows up that is way nicer, okay? So I just want to share with you now two things. The thing number one is the best way for you to be intentional about what to do in breaks is to be aware of what do you enjoy for your self-care. The best way to do this is by creating your self-care list. Some of you may have seen that. Some of you may not. This is my latest self-care list. It doesn't have to be as complicated as this. You don't have to draw things if you don't want to. You don't need to use colors if you don't want to. A self-care list is a list that includes the things that you can do to make you feel well, okay? And this is something that when I do live sessions, I always ask people, I always ask them, who here is aware of uh, what they feel good doing? How many of you are aware of creating your own self-care list? And the majority of the people say, no, And then I do the exercise with them. I allow them five to ten minutes to come up with at least three to ten things that they can do, and then that they can feel better after doing them. And you know what majority of the times happen? They come and they say, Emilio, thank you so much, because you allow me some time that I will never allow myself the time to do this exercise. And now I have something I can start working with, okay? So I invite you to do this. And guess what the next session is going to be about? On Tuesday, we are going to be doing this together, okay? So we are, you are not alone. We're gonna be diving deeper into how to do this together. This one here, you will see why you see different colors, but basically this self-care list is designed to contain the things that I like doing, but at the same time, I use colors for the different kinds of activities, okay? So you will see that I have physical is green, relaxing is orange, creative is yellow, fun is purple, and social is blue. You can come up with any categories that make sense to you, okay? But then I have things to do with my daughter Eva, I have things to do with myself, I have things to do with my wife, I have things to do that are relaxing and fun and I have things to do that are less than 5 minutes okay so this is my most complete self-care list that I have ever done I even took the time to draw a a few things here so creating your self-care list you will learn how to do it how to think about creating it by location creating it by person creating it by activity type there are so many things that you need to learn to be aware of so that you can create something that is gonna help you be intentional. Uh, This is also included in my course about self-care. If you are curious, you can take that course and I will guide you through the process. Regarding the Pomodoro technique, I want to share with you a couple of ways that I included that in my journal, okay? In case you are curious. So this is one option that I was testing. Basically, I had uh, like a week in one page and then I was writing down you see here that I was just writing down the different tasks that I wanted to do, and then how many Pomodoros will they take? And then I had here the day and the, the day of the week and the, and the date of the month. So basically this was a template because one friend of mine that he's a designer, he wanted to explore the idea of creating together like a, a journal that will include the, uh, the Pomodoro Technique method. So I was just testing ideas this is another one okay this is another one that i was testing so basically i will write my to do for the day or for the week and then i will write down what i wanted to get done i will write down how many pomodoros i i am estimating it's gonna take okay so for example this task it's gonna take this many pomodoros and my pomodoros are around 45 minutes each okay so every task will have a different length. And then I will come up here with the priority too. So what is the most priority? What is the most important task for me and what is the less important task? So I will create the, the priority order here and then I will know how many Pomodoros it's gonna take. So that now I can be creative about, unrealistic about how long it's gonna take me to do these things, right? So these are some ideas that you can explore if you do have a journal And you are curious about how to integrate this. There is no right or wrong way of doing this, guys. At the end of the day, this is a system that you are creating for yourself. And it has to be created by yourself, for yourself. So you know yourself best. If you don't know yourself, get the work done. Meditate. Get clear and grounded. Do whatever you need to do to become aware of how am I feeling during the day? How is my energy levels kind of fluctuating? Uh, What activities make me feel well? We will do the self-care list next Tuesday together. Uh, What kind of timer are you going to use? Just set the environment. Uh, Are you gonna play music? Are you gonna juggle? What kind of, are you planning on creating a jar? Just set the environment so that it is convenient, so that it is easy, okay? I use uh, this journal it's a it's a Molenski. It's just a a brand of journals that they have like a these dot painted uh, pages. Sorry, dot painted dot, uh, dotted pages. It's just little dots. But you can use you can use any 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 notebook. Doesn't have to be a specific. Uh, yeah, Michael has the dot, dot journals. Yeah, Molenski. Yeah. That's the, this one. It, it's almost $30, so it's not cheap. <laughs> but again, like it depends how many you need. Uh, it depends how much you use it. This is a personal choice. I always recommend when you are choosing your journal, choose something that is going to be convenient for you to use. So if you have a favorite backpack or favorite purse, for example, and this one doesn't fit in it, don't get this one. Get something that you can carry with you, that it is it fits your lifestyle, okay? Some people, I did a lot of uh, live sessions about bullet journaling with my wife, Samantha. It was a topic that was exploding <laughs> before COVID. Everybody was curious about it. So we were talking about what kind of journal to use and one person was saying, for me, it's not worth my time to write on a journal if it's not nice. So I asked him, what does nice mean to you? It has to be leather covers. It has to be expensive. It has to be like, when I open it, it needs to feel like I'm doing something important. So that's something that he needed for himself to be accountable, to actually do the the habit of journaling, right? Some other person, they say, I just want to use my my dollar store notebook and I'm happy with that. So there is no right or wrong. There are lots of apps out there about bullet journaling. Let me ask you one thing. Why do you think I don't use an app? Why do you think I don't use an app? Why do you think I use this? Why do you think I use this? Why do you think I try to use these things sometimes? Exactly, because I'm trying to spend less time with my phones and having everything on my phone is not helping me stay less distracted and writing manually you are using a different part of your brain that's so true so i do a combination of like i will never create my self-care list on the computer i won't do it first because i want to see it i want something tangible i put it on my journal and every time i open my journal that's what i see right i see my my self-care list this is what i see guys happy to show you i see my self-care list and then i see a photo of my family okay and then i see my life vision okay this is my life vision okay and these are the things that i see because and then on the back of my back uh, of my life vision i have some affirmations that are important to me right so do i do this every single day no but i see it every single day so how likely am i to use my self-care list Look, the Pomodoro is done. (laughs) So how likely am I to use my self-care list if I see it every single day? How likely are you to use your self-care list if it's in an app in your phone, together with 150 other apps that are notifying you every time? And every time you look at your phone, you just don't know what to do because it's just too much stuff happening, right? So it doesn't become intentional anymore. That's why I use these kind of analog things to keep myself grounded in the present moment pens that make us happy to plan <laughs> yes lucy i love my pens yeah uh tactile is more of a connection not in personal digital uh just tempo. <laughs> okay guys if you are enjoying this session uh as always inside timer works by donation that's the way to support teachers so if you feel inspired you can click on the heart somewhere here i don't know where it is uh click there and then uh feel free to Place a donation if you feel like it and if you don't you can always um, check my courses i have two courses right now and i am going i'm in the process of creating a third one okay so those courses if you are a members plus they are free they are lifetime so you can access them anytime and one is a 10 day self-care course and the other one is a 14 days minimalism course The next course I am creating is about how to create your peaceful and clutter-free home. That's going to be a 30-day course, guys. I'm stretching myself there. I also have a circle called Your Thriving Lifestyle. Okay, If someone can type it in the comments, I will really appreciate that. Your Thriving Lifestyle. And when you join the circle, I always share the recording of the session and I always share any resources that I talk about. Okay, so in the past session, for example, that I did, I shared the recording of the session and then I shared different YouTube videos that we made about how to design your ideal week, how to create your self-care list is there, how to um, create a habit tracker and how to do a creation. So you can watch if you join the circle, just scroll up a little bit and you will see those links in the circle so you can watch those videos and get inspired. It's been scientifically shown that we would like to embody remember our intention lights if we actually sit down yeah pen on paper Just arrived, so perhaps it's already been mentioned yeah write it down yeah Claire, it's that's so true uh just yes. okay guys tell me one thing okay what do you think how do you think you are going to feel if you grab a, you grab a notebook okay with a pen whatever notebook you have and then you intentionally set the intention okay emilio I am going to go to a coffee place, I am going to go to my bed, I am going to go to the park, I am going to put my phone away, and I am going to spend time with myself. I'm going to start with a little one 2 minute meditation, and then I am going to do my creation. I am going to get clear about what do I really want to see in every area of my life. And then you write down that, and then from there you say, okay, how can I integrate these things in my week? And then you create a basic week, weekly template that you can start following, okay? And then when you start doing the, your week, you're gonna use the Pomodoro technique to, to keep yourself accountable, but you have your self-care list that you can create too when you are with yourself, and you can start doing the things that make you feel better. So how likely are you to be intentional when you do that? on zero to a hundred. How likely are you to, to tap into yourself, to spend a solid 30 minutes with yourself? How likely are you to come out of that with more clarity? Yeah. Thank you Charlotte for, for saying that, uh, sharing that. So most likely you're gonna be way more connected with yourself, way more grounded. It's like you are respecting yourself. It's like you are, okay, let me let me share another example, okay? Imagine that a friend of yours invites you to their house to have coffee or have tea, okay? So you go to to your friend's house and then you enter. So you knock on the door, hey, I'm here, and they say, Oh, thank you so much for coming. I'm so excited to see you. Please come inside. And then they they put the chair there and then they push the chair in and then you sit on a table and then they took the time. They have a a nice candle in the middle of the table. And then they are Mm -hmm. using their fancy teapot and cups. And then the table is beautiful. There is dim light. And then she's asking you nice questions. She's really asking you, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? I'm so excited to catch up with you. You are sitting there. And in that environment, how do you feel? How special do you feel? You feel connected? Okay. Okay. So now same situation. A friend invites you over and then they open the door. They open the door, but they leave. They are, they are in their phones, like, uh, they are, Hey, Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, Emilio, thank you for for coming. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And then kitchen is a mess, dishes are not done, table is a mess, nothing is prepared. Uh, and then what do you want? Oh, tea? Oh, yeah. Let me see. Do I have any tea? Oh, I run out of tea. Are you okay with a coffee? Oh, yeah. So how's it going? And then you are telling them, and then yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. What? Okay. Wait a second. I have to call this person. What? So how do you feel? <laughs> not great not important so guys how does your inner person feels when you are not allowing themselves to be there how is your inner person your inner child your inner soul whatever you want to call it how are you feeling inside when you don't allow yourself even 10 minutes of intentional time with yourself disconnected disconnected but how efficient are you when you feel bad how efficient and focused are you when you feel disconnected not valued sad unloved, ignored tears sad scattered horrible anxious mental health experiences all kinds dissatisfied unfulfilled how likely are you to procrastinate a day like that? How likely are you to procrastinate a day like that? Sad and curious, zero efficiency, hundred percent. Very wow. So real. avoid important tasks. Yeah. So how, how, how likely are you to, to be in control of your life? Who is controlling your life? Because you are not. Who is controlling your life? Everything else. So guys, until you don't do the work, until you don't allow yourself to spend time with yourself, you won't create anything. You won't be efficient. You won't want to be efficient because what you are doing is just not fulfilling to you. It's not what you want to be doing. It's not the day you want to have. It's not the month you want to have. That's why you procrastinate. That's why you don't declare your home because you don't even know why you are doing it. That's why your mental health is suffering because you yourself are not listening to yourself. You are not listening to that inner child inside of you screaming for attention, screaming for Hear me out. Give me some space. I have things to tell you. I have needs that when when you cover those needs, life is going to be way nicer. We're going to be doing things together. So when you start doing that, that's what's called mindfulness, guys. That's what's called being in the present moment. That's what's called inner child work. That's what's called connecting with yourself. Stay grounded. Is using a weekly planner journal as effective or do you recommend using blank pages? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Anami, mean, it doesn't matter what you use. Every person is going to be different. Some people use a calendar, some people use their phone, some people use a regular notebook, some people use posits As long as it is an aligned system, it feels good to you and you can follow it and it is producing the results that you need. That is a perfect system for yourself. There is not a right or wrong system. You need to make yourself feel worthy, absolutely. This is why I just wanna tell you guys, it doesn't matter how you do it. It doesn't matter what you are creating. If you don't take the time first to check in, to give yourself space, to listen to your inner voice, and really set the intention, get clear about what do I want? What do I want with my physical body? What do I want to eat? What do I want to do with my friends? How do I want my family to be? How do I want my house to look like? What kind of activities I want to do? What kind of hobbies are important to me? Why am I feeling overwhelmed with 50 things and I don't take the time to nail down the two things I want to do right now until you don't take the time to do those things, nothing else is going to work. You may buy a thousand journals, you may use a thousand apps. You may change jobs three times. You may change panels three times. You may change homes three times. And you're going to be facing the exact same problem all the time. And that is, what is that problem guys? What is the the only problem that you have to face that is changing everything in your life? Unconscious procrastination. Lack of time with yourself. Listening to yourself. Not being in control of your own life. My relationship with self. Just doing it. And I just want you guys to become aware of like You are not changing anyone else. You are not changing your relationships. You are not changing your work environment. You are not changing your home. You are not changing anything. What are you changing? It's the only thing that you can change. The way you listen to yourself. The way you treat yourself the way you connect with yourself so that you can get clear on guys. How many of you believe in in intuition? Synchronicity. I mean, you are an inside timer. I'm pretty sure you guys are pretty spiritual people, right? How many of you believe in that things happen for a reason that our thoughts create our reality, law of attraction, stuff like that, inner knowing, inner child past traumas controlling us, limiting beliefs, blocked energy, chakras. Like you guys believe in all those things, right? So why are you doing so much work, but you don't do the most important work? That is connecting with yourself. That is taking the time to really assess, what do I really want? And if you haven't done it in years, decades, It's okay. It may take a little bit of time to relearn how to do that, but that starts by doing it. And the way for you to do it is to make sure that you create a block of time without interruptions where you can connect with yourself. How do you connect with yourself? There are a thousand things you can do. You can go for a walk in nature by yourself. You can listen to something on Inside Timer that makes you feel inspired you can do the exercises that i share with you you can take a course from an inspiring teacher that you know Uh, you can uh, read a book and explore you can meet with people who are doing something that you love and, and ask them how they did it and get inspired by their story there are so many ways to get there there are so many ways to connect with yourself looking after others to my own detriment not cause I'm so loving of others because I don't love myself truly. Claire, and that's something very normal. You are drained by helping others and you forget about yourself because it feels selfish. It feels, this is something I, I covered in my course, okay? It just, self-care feels selfish. It feels, there are so many emotions that are against the self-care that we believe self-care is negative, selfish. We don't deserve it. Uh, who are we to, to, to be able to do those things? We don't deserve a life we love. Uh, Things need to be complicated. Work needs to be hard. There are so many beliefs that I myself have and I still hate them. I'm trying to embrace them, understand them, transmute them and so many times I get stuck and I'm so tired of getting stuck with the same things and trying to approach it from different angles and sometimes it's so difficult to do your own work, right? It's very easy to help others. Very difficult to do your own work. So we are on this journey all together. Some are more advanced, sort are of less advanced, it doesn't matter. But we always have people in front of us and we have always people behind us. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter where you are. You are on your journey anyways, you are in the perfect place at the perfect time. But we have to allow that time. Okay. So I think it's about time that I let you guys go. Uh, there, was, there was a beautiful ending. Thank you so much for being here. I really loved getting to this aspect of the time management because majority of the times, all the methods of time management get stuck in the, in the how-to, but it never goes deeper into the, these things. And being efficient doing things that you don't like, that you don't care about, or being efficient going through a day that you don't like, that you didn't design it's just not fun so take the time to create something that you like you have the opportunity to do it it doesn't matter how busy you are you can always carve out 10 minutes every day 10 minutes every day and start doing these exercises and this is what's going to happen if you start taking the time you take 10 minutes every day and then you get clear on something and then you start making changes there then you start creating something that you like doing and then you start doing those things. And then that's gonna give you more energy, more motivation. And then you're gonna have the energy and the motivation to tackle another thing. And then that's gonna get better. You're gonna like it more. And then you're gonna get more energy to tackle another thing. And then you will have enough energy to start saying no. You will have enough energy to start creating healthy boundaries. You will have enough energy to start doing the things that you love because you are more efficient doing the things that you have to do, that you cannot neglect. But you can do them faster, you can do them more efficiently. And you can include playfulness in the process so that you keep your energy high. And then life becomes better and better and better. And it all starts by you spending a little bit of time with yourself. So don't procrastinate that. That's probably, I would say that's probably the most important thing you have to do. Everything else, it's just gonna be there (laughs) it's just gonna be there when you get out anyways it's gonna be there and once you start doing that I promise you your life is gonna start changing a lot and fast faster than you think thank you we'll give it a shot today I have makers and an old cheap journal collecting dust and guys I'm not saying that it has to be journaling again there are a thousand ways of getting there find align yourself with the method that resonates with you Okay? Some people resonate with doing yoga. Some people resonate with spending time with friends and making their friends feel special. What I was describing before. Just creating an environment that your friend is through. Your friend is like, It's like, it's been months since someone did this to me. It's been months since someone made me feel so special. So start doing that for other people guys getting emotional sorry but it's so true so many people are lacking attention right lacking like that connection guys we need to start creating that connection with the people around us. That's the only way for us to be, become better okay But don't forget Ariela helping others is great but don't forget to always help yourself too okay It is not selfish and it is necessary okay? okay guys i think i'm ready to go now uh if you don't have any important questions i will see you on tuesday and we are gonna be creating your own self-care list so i invite you to in the meantime allow yourself a little bit of time to meditate to think about what do you like doing what do you think you can do that doesn't cost money doesn't cost you a lot of time is convenient is simple that when you do it you feel better start thinking about that okay start meditating on that it's that i planted a seed i want that seed to start growing and on tuesday we're gonna create this together okay so until then wish you have an amazing weekend thank you for showing up guys and i love you all i love your commitment and i'm honored to be here guiding you through this okay and make sure you check my courses if you want more okay and join the circle your thriving lifestyle and i would love to see you in there and the recording will be there probably in in about an hour okay adios guys have an amazing weekend